Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. AD. Yo. This is a big week, man. I think this is a big week. Just me, though. Uh, you that? You, know, you going to tell me later? Uh, you know, they're, they're playing that team up north. So, you know, oh, okay. I, I, I think that's always cause for a big week. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Obviously, game against the Seahawks coming up. Seahawks coming off of a loss. Uh, so the Niners going to take care of a, a going to see a team that that may have a little bit of a chip on its shoulder after that Sunday night outing. We'll talk a little bit about that. I got a three pack of real thing or not for you, Ed. Uh, so we'll get into that real thing or not presented by Athlete Brandguard. We'll, you'll give us your keys as well, um, and, and so we'll 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 get into all of that here on this edition of the pod. Of course, uh, we are presented by Bet Online. And the NFL season obviously in full swing. While you might not be able to be at the game this year, you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. And sign up today. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Uh, we are located wherever you find your podcast, so make sure you subscribe, uh, rate, and review, download. If there's a like button on on, on your uh, preferred uh, channel, go ahead hit that like button as well. Uh, feel free to get involved with the show. Hit us up on social media. I'm at R Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And Ed, I just want to jump right into it. Um, Let's do my, it. My my biggest concern, and, and it's been like this for weeks now, uh, is the running game. Right, Jeff Wilson, great performance. He ends up being a candidate for IR right after that. Did see much of Jet McKinnon last week. Uh, maybe some strategy behind that. Not sure, but there could be a welcome sight in Tevin Coleman coming back yes. this week. Um. I, the running game obviously is huge, right? It's huge for what Kyle wants to do. It, it, the running game really is the offense, right? Everything generates from uh, from the run game. So, with that being said, how concerned if if Tevin isn't able to go, right? And all you have is Jet and Hasty. How would you assess that running that that tandem heading into Seattle? Um. Well, let me ask you this: Is is um, Bobby Turner still the running back coach? <laughs> yes, he is. Okay, then I'm good. I'm so glad you mentioned this because we've talked about this so much on the pod after the pod, and the people need to hear this stuff. So, so Bob, Bobby Turner, give us a little background on Bobby Turner because you opened my eyes to some stuff that I had no idea about. Uh, well, I mean, this is just a, this is just a guy that um, understands uh, this, his understanding of this blocking scheme, this running scheme, what they're trying to do, the intent. Remember, I've been throwing out, that's one of my isms, the intent of a play. What what are you trying, what are you trying to create by running certain plays with certain movement? What are you trying to 
make the defensive players see, sense, feel, um, because you can then manipulate that. So what's the intent of this particular play? Yes, you want to gain yards, but also you are trying to create what type of image in that defender's head. Bobby understands that, and he has a very good he has a very good mindset of getting his running backs, getting the talent, and understanding guys that can do it. You you go back and you look at what you you think about the old teams that Mike Shanahan had up in Denver, and that offensive line, and and, and the way they had running back. And year after year, remember, yes, everyone remembers the Hall of Famer Terrell Davis, but year after year after year. They had this low draft pick or undrafted um, free agent that would come in and get a thousand yards, you know, 1,200, 13, 1,400 yards. He was their running back coach that would get those new guys. You think about um, you think about Coleman and Freeman in Atlanta yeah, when they had their big years. Yeah. Guess who was their running back coach? Turner. Turner. Go to go to go to Kyle Shanahan when he was in. Um, Washington and the offense did really well. Everybody remembers that. And Alfred um, Morris, Alfred Morris led the league in rushing that year. Guess who the running back coach was? Bobby Turner. Um, you think about what the running backs have done here. You think about a guy who's never been able to get get any love on the field, and then all of a sudden, Raheem Mostert is leading the league in average per carry. He comes in. And I still say he hasn't shown that he can be the ever down guy, but he understands how to utilize this guy's skill set. Who's the running back coach? Will, Jeff, Wilson Jr. comes in. You see what's happening. Who's the running back coach? Yeah. So I think it's something about understanding the talent, understanding what it is. And remember, coaching is teaching. Coaching is teaching. And the most effective teachers are able to disseminate the information in a manner that is – conducive to the learning of the student it's not about i have this information and you i have this information i'm just going to spit it out and hope it sticks it's about making certain that you understand exactly what the intent is for what it is we are trying to teach you so that was a long way for me to say i feel okay i i you know i've told you before there's no reason for me to sit here and say I like what they're drafting. I like the guys on the roster. I like what they're doing. And then all of a sudden decide to not trust the coaches. Yeah, you, you simplify it that way. Um, I have a little bit more anxiety than that. What <laughs> what do you <laughs> – It's I mean, it's easy for you. I'm up here like, oh, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, what do you make of Jet not getting any – well, getting very, very, very limited action – Last week, I know it was it was a huge thing, mainly because of fantasy owners, right? They're like, "Oh, Jeff McKinnon, yada yada," when they started him and he didn't uh-huh. play or whatever. Uh, he he didn't get the lion's share of the carries, and and I'm honestly, I was surprised to see Jeff Wilson Jr. have that large of a role. But what do you make of Jet not really being uh, much of the offense? Um, do you think there's there was some strategy behind that? Or I don't know. Kyle mentioned that you know he kind of wanted to give him a little bit of a break. Do do you buy that? What, what do you make of that? Um, that that is one of the more cow things that I've seen him do. I mean, how often have you gone into a game and every, you're expecting Coleman, but then Breida gets 20 ca- mm-hmm. carries. And then the next week you're expecting Breida, and then mm-hmm. Coleman gets 20 carries. And then the next week 
you're expecting Coleman, and then it's um, and then it, it's Raheem. It's radio, yeah. And if that, they would have been that, listening that, to our pod, they would have known because you told them a long time ago, don't put a Niners running back on your fantasy team. You, you told, told you told them that. that, yeah, you did. I told everybody that you don't put them on because Kyle is going to go with the hot hand. So, how do I feel about Jet not getting any plays? I, um, Wilson came in and he was performing well. He stays with the hot hand. That was the hot. That's hand. what he does. That was the hot hand. That, that's that. Yeah. So so even even if his plan was to give him, I don't think he's lying when he said he was going to give him some rest. That may have been fewer touches. But what happens is that those touches don't even come to be. They don't come to fruition because the player that you're putting out there. Well, guess what happens? His touches turned into touchdowns. Yeah. He, so, Wilson so had a career game. Yours. Yes, yes. So if someone so think about that, if someone's having a career game, um, I'm not I'm not going to pull them out. I'm, it's just that simple. Uh, you you may go into the game expect you may expect Steph to be the guy, Steph or Clay, the guy that that are shooting the jumpers. You may expect it to be LeBron or Anthony Davis. But if Rondo comes in and he makes his first five shots, I'm gonna see if he can make six and seven. You roll with the high guy. Yeah, we we yes, we saw just, that. We saw that on the way to the chip down in the bubble. So, uh, um, this is a interesting conundrum as far as the Seahawks because they are they are the best and worst of both worlds right top offense in the league but defensively they're atrocious um yeah <laughs> uh, but obviously, I, would, I wouldn't go atrocious Dallas is atrocious I, I mean they're close <laughs> no, no 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 they're not close to Dallas they're they're, they're what they're this is bad for Seattle's defense um, Dallas is approaching historically bad. I can, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you that for sure. Um, but, I mean, look, anytime you got a guy uh, in, in Bobby Wagner, um, I, I, I think that's a, a defense that you, you got to be at least a little a little leery about. Um, but but what, what do you make a what do you make a, not not necessarily the offense. We everybody's been talking about let Russ cook this that and the other, and you know he 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 he's been doing his thing without a doubt, no doubt an MVP candidate. But but what about this defense um, that that you've seen that's causing them to struggle? Um, well, number one, Pete's defense is designed for guys to win their individual battles. You, that's that's why for years I said Sherm was the most important person in his secondary. I know what Earl did. I know what Cam did. But I was like, all of that is predicated off of Sherm being able to uh, be alone. He needs someone that he can that he can just leave alone. Same thing happens with his front. His front is predicated on his four down linemen. You got to have guys that can win individual matchups. That's why they went and got Clowney last year. That's why he just traded for Dunlop. He's, he needs a guy that when when we send our backers, because you do have very good backers that are good rush guys, they know how to play the run on the way to the quarterback. Um, so when you have those guys, when you have a K.J. Wright, when you have a Bobby Wagner, you add them to the mix, that's going to initiate a one-on-one for one of your ends or something like that. Those guys have to win. That hasn't been happening. So when those things don't happen and you put you put the pressure, you know, like I say, you put that you put that DB's tit in the ring or one on one. But you're also designing this why the help is going to where this is in conjunction and that front, that one on one is going to be won by that guy up, up front because we're going to create that. And this guy is I need you to win right here. We're giving you the easy duty. You don't have the double. You got to win. 
those guys aren't winning. They haven't been winning. So eventually the guy on the back end is going to, is going to catch it because it sits in the ringer. So the play is going to be made on him, and that's what's been happening. So across the board, it hasn't been working in conjunction the way a front and the secondary has to work. And because of that, because you, it, it's like, like I say everywhere else, you're a better coach when you have talent because you can have a system that works extremely well. There's no question that Pete's system works. I mean, so you're talking about historically bad defenses. They've had a historically good run with their defense that they had while he was the guy in charge. So I know he knows how to coach defense. You got to have dudes. They don't have the dudes. That's the issue because they don't have they don't have those guys to individually win those battles enough. So you got to take advantage of that. And that and I do think the Niners can take advantage of that. So I'm, that's but that's why I'm not even so much worried about the run and the way things are played this game. Seattle five weeks ago, you would ask me. Um, and even the beginning of the season, this isn't a game that I thought the Niners could win. The way the Niners have played the last two weeks, the way Seattle has played um, the last few games, this is something that the Niners, this is a game that the Niners, in a close game, will win. Yeah, yeah. well, people forget, uh, Minnesota had this team beat, um, if not for a questionable call there by Zimmer at the end. Uh, Minnesota definitely had them on the ropes. They go into the bye week, and then they go down to Arizona, and then they lose to Arizona uh, in, in, in overtime. Um, you mentioned Dunlap. They they traded for uh, Dunlap. So Carlos Dunlap, all-time sack leader for the Cincinnati Bengals, comes over. Niners are going to miss him, uh, however, because he won't be eligible to play until week nine due to, the, to all the COVID procedures or whatnot. Um ED, we got a new sponsor on the show, and I feel like it's very intentional that this week of all weeks, you know, these, these folks just kind of pop up. But we're going to support them anyway because they're supporting us. So, you know, wherever there's love, we're going to give love. You know what I mean? Um, and, and so, but but I, I, I find it very interesting. But, hey, come aboard. Come up, come aboard. Big hugs and hand pounds virtually, you know, obviously because we're in the COVID times. But, uh, but welcome aboard Seattle Shirt Company. Yeah, absolutely, man. And it's just a name. What's in a name? And, you know, with shoppers trying to buy everything online these uh, online these days, uh, getting those holiday gifts, you know, it's, it's that time of the year. It's going to be more and more difficult. It's going to be harder than ever. But you do not need to worry about that because the Seattle Shirt Company, they got us, co- they got us covered. Uh, Jay and his team have an unbelievable selection of NFL and NBA jerseys for everyone on your list. Uh, the jerseys are 100 percent authentic uh you can get current superstars like the world champion lebron james you can get that one or you know you up in the bay you want a steph curry draymond green jersey they can do that and if you want to go throwback jim brown jabbar walter payton seattle shirt company they have them all so right now listeners one time special you got you got your pre Black Friday Cyber Monday deal going on. Everything that you buy at SeattleShirtCompany.com is thirty percent off. So head to SeattleShirt.com and enter the code Believe. That's B L E A V at checkout, and you will get thirty percent off your entire order. That's not that's not skimping right there. I like that man. So if they're gonna throw a Seattle Shirt Company out there, they're gonna they're gonna hit you with the Seattle. That's going to scare you, but then they're giving you 30% off to let you know that it's all love. Hey, 30% so off is 30% off no matter what 30% it says, off right? is 30% off. That's so right. Seattle Shirt Company, 
they are here helping you get ready for the holidays just a little bit early. So remember that. That is SeattleShirt.com. Enter the code BELIEVE. And, and apparently we're gonna have to do our holiday shopping early because everything's everybody's gonna be backed up FedEx, UPS, everybody because we're we're all yeah, exactly. we're all using them on an everyday basis now. And you add the the whole uh, you know holiday stuff to it, so there you may be yeah. getting some of your Christmas gifts in February if you don't order now. Yeah. So yeah, if, if speaking of that, if you listen to this being backed up, don't mail in your ballots, okay, for voting. Don't mail them in. It's too late. Don't mail them in. Go to the poll. You heard you heard the man. You heard the just man. go to the poll and vote, just, okay? Just, just go, go to the poll and vote. Put on put on, you, put on your PPE and and, and go out there and, and, and do what you got to do. That, that, that's it. And if you go if you go down, there's nobody even around. I, I mean, I went I went there. It, it was everyone's talking about it. I mean, there there were like twelve people. <laughs> so I mean, just get don't don't wait till the last minute. You don't have to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. But plenty of polling places are open uh, right now. Right now, right now. Okay, back to the show. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, we're located wherever you find podcasts. Uh, also, feel free to be a part of the show. I'm at R. Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on the old Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray, and he is at underscore Bump and Run. Uh, time now for Real Thing or Not. Real Thing or Not presented by Athlete Brandguard ED. And of course, for those of you who are new to the pod, that's when I present a statement to ED. He will tell me whether it's a real thing or not. And of course, I will give my rebuttal. I got a three pack for you today of Real Thing or Not. But first, uh, let us know about Athlete Brandguard. Uh, the people over at Athlete Brand Guard uh, would like for you to know that it's a different landscape that you move in as a student athlete, as a parent of one, as a coach, as an administrator. And want you to understand that it is far more effective to invest in an athlete and in, into Athlete Brand Guard now before than it is to pay for damage control afterwards uh, athlete brand guard is all about empower empowering the athlete to understand how to be successful in their chosen field how to be successful as a parent how to deal with the ebb and flow the tug that is on you and take it take advantage of the situation that you are in as a student athlete learn life skills proper etiquette that can help you and not, and not how to use a fork or a knife which glass to, to use you, you know, when when to um, get up from the table. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about understanding the decision decision making, crucial decision making that can help you be effective. So go to athletebrandguard.com. That is athletebrandguard.com. Check it out. Um, the courses are presented in face to face when COVID-19 is all over. There are face to face lectures. Uh, there is an online, more comprehensive um, course that consists of 17 mini lectures that you can get to right now. And also there are Zoom conferences one on one in which you can sit and meet and talk to instructors and get information, um, learning lessons and go from there. So that's athletebrandguard.com. Athletebrandguard.com. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Now time for Real Thing or Not, presented by Athlete Brandguard. I got a three-pack for you, E.D. Uh, here we go. Um, actually, there's been there's been a little bit of a, a push to add 
tattoo real thing or not. But if we do yeah. that, it may be the entire show. So I, I, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, that because yeah. we kind of get into it in this segment here. So yeah, I think I think we have this. You know that that's good. We'll keep them on more. Yeah, See, yeah. That, we'll, that, we'll 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 ponder it. We'll ponder. It. We'll table yes. we'll table it for yeah. now. Um, here we go. Real thing or not? Presented by Athlete Brangard. The Seahawks lost to Arizona shows us that we've overvalued them. Real thing or not, Ed? Um, not, not. I think um, I think that shows that uh, that we've undervalued see um Arizona. Ah, see what you did there. I see what you did there. I'm going to say real thing. Uh, I think we've overvalued Seattle. I was drinking some of the Seattle Kool-Aid uh, prior to uh, prior to last week. Actually, prior to to, to this week, um, I started to dive more into this team. Uh, I just don't know this necessarily a recipe for success. I mean, obviously, you got anytime you got dangerous, you got you got you got a chance. Mm-hmm. However. Uh, you go to the other side of the spectrum, and defensively, they're just not there. And so, I just don't think Agreed. that this, this is this isn't a recipe for success, uh, in my opinion. So, when you talk about long term, because I was thinking long term for this this Seahawks team, uh, I just I don't unless something changes drastically over the second half of the season, I just I just don't see it. So, I'm going to say real thing. Um, number two, Sunday is a must win game for the Niners if they want to make it to the playoffs, keep their playoff hopes alive. Real thing or not? Not, not. They, they can. You can lose this game. Um, if if you look at the stretch right now, we were saying that two out of three stretch with the Rams, um, with the Rams, the Patriots, and then uh, Seattle. Now I look at it like a five game stretch. If you look at what they have, Seattle. I think um, coming up out of you that, the, you, you got, got the Saints. You got the Packers Saints coming up and, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you go three, if you go three and two out of that you're still in a great position right now so no this is not a this is not a must win this is a this is a need to win want to win for to keep your swag on but it's not a must win yeah i think we agree here and we talked about it uh previously uh or at least i i well, my my notion was you know breaking the season down into quarters right if 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 you can get through this second quarter at 2 and 2 I think you'll be okay. Niners two and one so far right now here in the second quarter. So um, I think win or lose, they they're still in good shape. As hopefully you start to get a little more healthy bodies back in, in, into the rotation, you know, and, and get them back and keep them. Not you know, get get them get one back and lose one, and you know what the trend has been so far. But hopefully you start getting some guys back and keeping them back uh, and healthy. Uh, last question for you, Ed. This is real thing or not? Presented by Athlete Brandgard. The Niners' offense will have their way with Seattle on Sunday. Real thing or not? Uh, not. Mm. They won't have their. They won't. They won't have their way with them. I think it's going to be a, a, a close game. I think it's going to be more difficult to score um, for both teams than it's been um, because of the fact that these two squads know one another so well. This is not and this is not one of the teams historically that Shanahan has been able like with Belichick. I told you, he, he, he scores over 30 on Belichick every time he plays against him, every offense he's ever been in charge of. That's not the case with Pete Carroll. So I'm going to say no. Nah. Yeah. So I hear you. And, and typically these teams, when they play, it's a close matchup. Right. So normally you want to throw all the stats and numbers and stuff out the window. Um, but I'm going to be a little optimistic here and I'm going to say it's a real thing. Just for the simple fact that uh, this Seahawks defense hadn't held anybody under 400 yards all season long. Uh, they gave up 500 to Arizona uh, on on Sunday. Uh, 415 was the least amount of yards they've given up 
to any to any team so far this season. And that was against the Dolphins. I like to think the Niners' offense is a little bit more high profile uh, than the Dolphins in terms of when you look at the play caller, when you look at the things that Kyle can do. Uh, so I'm thinking. I'm I'm thinking big here. I'm think I'm 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 super optimistic. I'm thinking going to New England was the get right game. I'm thinking you're, we're going to see something just drastically different here. At least that's my hope. Um, and so I think they they're they're going to have a a, a a fairly I don't want to say an easy time, but I think they're going to be able to do some things against against Seattle. Okay. And this game may go against the norm for what these teams normally uh put out. Uh, when they face each other, but we'll, we'll, we shall see. That this has been real thing or not presented by Athlete Brandgard. Uh, real thing or not presented by Athlete Brandgard. Make sure you check them out at athletebrandgard.com. Uh, this is the Believe Forty okay. Niners podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review. Um, so with all that said, Ed, hold up, hold uh, are up. Are we circling back? Are we circling back? <laughs> hold up. Oh, okay. Um. Um, now you do realize, you do realize with that, with that third question there that you don't have radio at the running back. You don't have Wilson at the running back position. You don't have Debo. Yes. You don't have Debo. So you got to think that. So, so that's what I'm looking to do. Think about, just think about that. And when you say have your way, you have some key elements missing. And remember, we have seen this thus far. Yes, you can expect the next guy to come in and do some things, but I don't expect the next guy to come in and dominate. Be efficient is one thing. I don't expect him to come in and dominate. Um, when when you're talking about losing, you got you got your top end guys gone. So just think about that. I'm thinking about it, Ed. But what, what okay. you what you don't realize is once you, we you, once you just think they're trash, huh? You think Seattle's defense? Is dude, trash. I am not a believer in Seattle's defense. They're last in the league in total. They're first in the league in total offense. Last in the league in total defense. Um, I what you fail to realize, partner, is that once we started this podcast, you gave me even more hope, even more confidence when you started talking about Bobby Turner and giving us the Bobby Turner stories. Like I am all in on uh on I, I, I get on, that. on whoever it is that's getting getting uh getting the carry. Uh, come Sunday, like I'm, I'm really feeling good about this, and that's normally okay. not a good sign. So, well, <laughs> no, no, this, this is the thing. But also understand this. This is something I want you to understand. But when you start talking about total first and last and total offense and defense and all this stuff and everything, so realize, and, and this is the thing. You, if if you really look at the numbers, because that's why I say all the time, numbers lie. Now, is it is it fair? Are you if, are you last? If you are last, yes, you are last because I can look at the chart and, and it says you last. But the difference in being sometimes the difference, and I haven't looked at the numbers, but I just remember from when I was playing and just looking at them. You can do it all the time. The difference in being thirty second in the league and being fifteen in the league, or being fifteen in the league and number three in the league. Sometimes the difference is about 25 yards, 30 yards. It may be 40 yards. Like, really, it seems like it's such a major thing. That, 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 that you, is a fair point. That is a fair and point. And then if you sit back and you sit and think the difference in being and, – and how would you perceive this team if you see that they are 32nd in the league as opposed to perceiving this team if they are 8th in the league? And the difference in that really can be knocking down two passes or stopping one screen. Like a like a guy who has a long screen run. Right, well, um, I, I just it, looked it, it up it, since you mentioned it. I just looked it up. Um, we're talking about a difference of 
54 yards per game between them and Atlanta, which is the next yeah. closest team. 54 yes. yards per game. So you start. So you start. It's it's and, and I but mean that's if between you, them and thirty one though. But no, no, no. But I'm saying, but if you start taking, if you start taking that up, if you start looking at it, and now this is the thing, it's it's a real thing that is happening. That's so always know that. I, I and I know that it's a real thing because you can't say, well, if this play didn't happen, that play did happen. Now, are you capable of stopping that play? Can you can do you make the necessary adjustments to stop that play? But the difference. It, it it may be you think about it, if you don't give up if you don't give up that one deep ball a game or if you don't have that one breakout run a game you start knocking off 50 60 yards every week so those so, so the, the the issue is that it's, it's really hard so once you have that bad game it's hard to get it back I'm just trying to say those numbers don't always necessarily mean that you are garbage because yeah. you're down at the bottom. It's, it's how did they happen? When did they happen? Who was missing when it happened? That's why I say the Niners. I told you before, I was like, the Niners are a top 10 defense. And you were like, yeah, and, oh, I, and I was like, and I, and I was yeah. like, dude, they are top 10 defense because I'm saying I'm looking at them with their backups, with all of the injuries. They don't have their front line guys. And, every, and I'm like, dude, no one's scoring on them. No one's – they're getting off the field. They're making plays. I'm like, this is a good unit because they're not getting those big plays. It's rare that you see that play like um, E-Man had where he's in position and, like, you can't get the ball out of the air. Yeah. Like, but, see, that's a stat killer because that's – you see, that's what I'm talking about. That's a, that's a 40-yard play, a 50-yard play that goes into those numbers that were – that total yardage number that you know you could have made. It, it, that you it tends know, to skew things a little bit. Yeah. Yes, that, that won't happen. So that's all I'm saying about Seattle. I don't know if their their defense is necessarily um, as trash as the numbers look. Like I don't, I Dallas don't, is trash. Yeah, like I, I, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're going to find out, though. I, I know they've given up 500 three times this year. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. And that's a yeah. real thing. Um, that's, yeah, that's a that's a real thing. That's how garbage. <laughs> yeah. So so hope. I mean, I'm 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 hope. I mean, I'm hoping. You know, the the not and, and even if it's even if it's not even like the big plays, it's just controlling the just controlling the game offensively. You know what I mean? Like that's like, see, that's what I'm expecting. That's why I yeah. said I think it's going. That's why I don't. Expect and I think them I think you can have your way. I think you can have your way with the defense that way as well, where you're you're just having long drives and and you're controlling the game and you are basically yeah, being okay. able to do whatever whatever it is that you want to. Um, if, if that's if that's what you're going with, then we can be in agreement on that. So and we can keep. Well, the I mean, show that's just moving. one. That's but just one half of it. That's just one half. Okay. I mean, it could be. Okay. It could be. You know me. I like options. Um, <laughs> you just like straddling the fence. <laughs> hey, you know, there, there there can be some good on the, on either side. You know, you, got, you, you take a little bit of this, take a little bit of that. Um, you're you're those cats we used to always say we don't want to play with that dude that won't that dude that won't kill nothing and won't let nothing die. That's how it is. Like won't kill nothing, won't let nothing die. Like you you. The, you you the kind that talks all that trash, but then when the fight breaks out, you are not about to swing. You are not about to pull out a gun. You're not gonna bring a knife. And then after we beat everybody up, you you're gonna you're the one who we take to, off. Talking you the most you, trash. No, you go no no. You gonna go back into the alley and you are gonna stand there until nine one one comes to take care of. Oh. That's it. Oh, that. oh, won't man. kill nothing. Won't let nothing die. That's like, uh-uh. Like I can't use you. Pick oh, a side. Oh man, pick a side. <laughs> pick a side. Um, 
Time now for your keys, ED. Uh, ED's keys presented by Handy Sanitizer. Uh, ED is going to let us know what the Niners' keys are uh, to a win up in the Pacific Northwest on Sunday. Uh, hopefully. Yes, I will. But but first, I got to tell you about Handy. They always say that it feels good to be clean. And if you use Handy Sanitizer's products, you will see that it it is incredible. It's a multi-use sanitizing spray that can be used on anything doorknobs your hands your keys your cell phone um steering wheel it is 75 percent alcohol fda approved they only approve they they approve if it's 60 percent, then it's okay these guys want 75 to make certain that you are taken care of but it's a fresh uh, it's a nice refreshing smell um the spray is not like the competitors, it's not sticky or gooey. You don't have to worry about all of those things messing up your clothes. Have you ever gotten that stuff on your clothes and it's stained? I had a very nice pair of slacks that um, that sanitizer got on. Uh-huh. And, I, and, and it's, it's, it's like an oil slick, man. It won't even come out. And I'm not happy about that. Because I, I gotta I gotta trash my pants now. Man. And that's that's not cool. It that's... took me a long time to find these. But besides that, the handy sanitizer comes in an eight ounce bottle two ounce bottle the one ounce pocket size that is fresh to take with you everywhere so that you don't have to worry about looking for that greasy stuff out there um it comes in a refillable glass bottle that's good for the planet good for your pocket uh and and this is something to understand as well if you're going to really try and take care of these things moving forward it's something that we're going to all be using so a refillable bottle is not a bad thing. I'm a recycle guy. You know, I want to protect the the planet. I got grandkids, and I want them to be fine. So go to handysanitizer.co and use the code ED for 10% off. They want you guys to get this stuff in, and they're trying to give you a little money back. So that is handy, H-A-N-D-I-E, sanitizer.co. Use the code ED and get 10% off. Handy. It feels good to be clean. ED's Keys presented by Handy Sanitizer. What you got? Uh, take advantage of, as you said, control defensively. After everything I just said, you, you know how I like putting that out there and just understanding some of the stats and some of the numbers. That's our job to explain what they mean um, and how you can get to them and how they can be skewed. But with that being said, take advantage of the fact that this defense of Seattle is not as strong as it has been. Take advantage of the fact and the mindset that they know that they have not been the strongest unit. So you want to put pressure on them from the start, make them tackle, make, test their keys. They've had problems with assignments. They've had problems with communication. You test their keys. You test their understanding. You test their communication, and you try to control the offense that way. And you and you go into the confidently putting pressure on them from start to finish. You don't ease up because they have broken down. And you have to create that confusion to make them break down again. It's there. Offensively, I mean, defensively for the 49ers, keep it going. Turnovers come in bunches. Russell Wilson understands exactly what we're talking about. His defense is not as effective as it has been. His opportunities are more limited than they've ever been. Once upon a time, three and out meant nothing because his defense was about to go three and out, and he was gonna. it was going to be a push. Now they have to score damn near every time they get the ball. He's feeling that pressure. It's forcing him into a few more mistakes because he has to pull the gunslinger out, catch the ones that come to you. 
create some turnovers. It's a part of their office that they are concerned about. They know they can't waste opportunities, which gives you an oppor- which gives you a chance to create those opportunities defensively. And those are ED's keys presented by Handy Sanitizer. Yeah, Russ with three interceptions uh, against the Cardinals uh, last week, including that huge one in overtime that set up the game-winning field goal for Arizona. Uh, so you can say a little uncharacteristic by him, but as you mentioned, I think he's starting to uh, he's start he's starting to feel that a little bit. Um, it's a real thing. Yeah, I mean, you when you know your your defense isn't necessarily up to par, and you feel like you may have to overcompensate at times, um, and they force him to do some things, and so. Uh yeah, if if the Niners can can do that, um that would be uh that that would be huge. And um you know me, man, I'm a big Fred Warner guy. I I, I just want to see Fred Warner just have some havoc and and maybe get in get into Russell's head a little bit and and you know show all the, <laughs> all the work he's done in in, in film. Um, you know my feeling. You know my feeling about Fred. I I don't even. I I that's how he plays. Yeah. I I I don't even. I don't even question Fred yeah, having a bad game. I think, that's, yeah, that's, I, but I think people yeah. are starting to see it now. I think people are starting to see it now and starting to. I'm glad. It. I'm glad they finally caught up. We've been saying that for a while. Yeah, we have right? been. You know? We have. I been. told people. I told people at the beginning of last season, Fred Warner hunts wisely. Yeah, <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> "What? What do you mean by that?" I'm like, "I'm trying to explain to y'all guys. Like, this dude understands where he's going. He doesn't even. It, it's not hard. The, the last." My last, and I'm and I'm using this, and you know, I always go back to these things with my little stories, and there's a reason. I, I everyone talks about the game and how you play the game and all this stuff. I guarantee you, from the time I was probably from my fifth year on, I don't think I ran full speed the rest of the time I was in the NFL, uh-huh. because it's understanding where you're going and what you're doing. And what you and what you need to do, because remember, you're not running a hundred yard dash. Yeah, you, you're you're having to change direction and do all these things, and that's why and that's why I've always said it about Fred Warner. When you understand what it is you're doing and where you're going, you get that your reaction is so much faster. Your your footwork, your steps, your body lean, your balance, everything is where it's supposed to be. So there's no wasted motion, and when there's no wasted motion, there is no reason to have to get on your horse. You know where you're going. You take the correct angle. You, like I don't, I don't have to run a four-two to cover a guy who does, because we're, we're not racing. Yeah. I need to be there when the ball arrives. That's what Fred knows, and that's why I say, dude hunts wisely. He takes the correct angle. He knows he knows what to do when he shows up there. He understands formations and what players are trying to do when he's covering a receiver. He knows that he knows the mannerisms of that receiver based on what the offense wants to do. He's just good. So you add that with the physical talent that he has on that long frame. He's a problem. He's a problem. He's a he and everyone keeps trying to compare Fred Warner. Fred, there is, and, and I've been asked, they were like, who who did I play with that Fred reminds you of? I've been asked that question on all these shows. And I'm like, guys, there was, I didn't play with anybody like Fred. And I was telling them, I was like, it's no knock on the guys I played. I was like, I didn't play with anybody like that. The closest guy that I know is still not him because this guy was more of a thumper than Fred. But um, Erlacher is the closest thing that I would put him at because, you know, you got two guys like 6'4" long frames you know 
look they they look like they're six five um and just and the way that they can take away stuff in the middle of the field that, that's why I, I said before it even happened i told her i was like erlach is the hall of famer and they were like i don't know and i was like erlach is going to hall of fame you know because because there was nobody when he came into the league he changed things he changed the way that they could play things because the way he could take away the middle of the field you had this dude he 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 was a safety in college and he understood how to how to cover stuff in the back but he was a linebacker but when he went running down the middle of the field just like fred when he's in the middle of the field that wingspan takes up so much room it makes it difficult for quarterbacks fred knows all of this stuff about his body he knows all of this and, and how to play and dude's just that's like he hunts wisely man he doesn't he doesn't waste motion he's like a big freaking cat on the serengeti like i'm gonna chill i'm gonna sit here i'm gonna conserve my energy but when i go when i go to get a meal best believe i'm gonna eat, I'm gonna eat. yeah and he <laughs> yeah he and, and he's been eating that that uh he had a great game last week against New England. You know what? You can cut all that out, man. That was that was see, that was that was for the pod after the pod. We didn't, <laughs> I didn't need to make this longer. No. So cut all of that out. People don't need to hear all that. It's it's, it's all good. They they need to no, they need, to, they need get, to hear about they, Fred, man. They need they, no, need they to get hear tired. They know. You know what? I started this off by saying I don't even need to talk about Fred because Fred expects. I, I expect Fred to be Fred. That, that's all. It, it's like <laughs> Jerry, man. I I expected Jerry to be Jerry. To be Jerry. I wasn't yeah. shocked. Yeah. I, I wasn't shocked. Now, now, every now and then, Jerry would do something, and we'd be like, "Ooh!" But when the ball was up in the air, we'd be on the sideline, and we'd see the ball go. I mean, we'd be in the middle of talking, we'd see the ball up, and we'd be like, "Oh, Jerry's going to get that," and you just knew it. And he'd go get it, and that's how it is with Fred. I'm just like, "Okay, play needs to be made. Fred's gonna make it." Yeah, it's a, it's a char- <laughs> that's a characteristic of, of the greats, with, without a doubt. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you know it. Okay, but now cut that out. Cut that part out, too. I, I'm talking about. I'm talking way too much about a guy that I said I'm not going to talk about. Okay. <laughs> so the Niners on Sunday will return to the place they captured the NFC West uh, just a season ago. CenturyLink Field up in the Pacific Northwest will be the Niners and the Seahawks. 1:25 p.m. local kickoff, and that game will be on Fox. Uh, they'll have that for you coming up on Sunday. And then, of course, we'll be back here next week uh, to break it all down. Um, appreciate you guys always for listening. Uh, appreciate the continuous support uh, as we're continuing uh, to to um, to grow this thing. Uh, so so thanks a lot for, for tuning in and for telling people to tune, tune in, this, that, and the other, uh, as, as we've seen uh, tremendous growth over, uh, over the course of this 2020 season here uh, as we continue to make strides. So thank you all for that. Uh, make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, we're located wherever you find podcasts. You can always hit us up on social media. I'm at our Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore bump and run. So this has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. For my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. Be safe. Enjoy the game. And we will see y'all next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.